for some reason, man, um, everyone just always seems to forget the pioneers who were who did it first. They didn't necessarily do it the greatest because you know people emulate and uh, imitate all the time. So, for example, John Stockton, one of the greatest all-around point guards of all time, has been getting real disrespect from people on my Twitter, Facebook, and IG. But with that being said, we're going to talk about what what qualifies as the GOAT. Like, can you really be greater than someone who did it before you? Coming up next. Won't let Mike go as the GOAT. Um, let's hear. It's simply because of the fact that he's the pioneer for what he did and for who he was as a player. He was the pioneer. Um he had it all. He could literally do it all, like, tremendously well, like, all defensive team, eight times, and all that good stuff. Um, and just the way he approached the game, he was a pioneer. Now, Kobe took what Mike did and elevated that shit. Bron Bron took what Michael, Magic, and a couple other players did and took that shit to the next level. So... I feel like people have a hard time letting go of the originators. That's just like, look at it like rap music, for example. People are always going to say forever, oh, Tupac and Biggie were one of the greatest. Ah, ah, Meanwhile, they both died before. Um, they, there's no way possible that they put out enough material to goats um, because, you know, they just weren't allowed at that time. But people refused to let them go because they were one of the first to rap in a certain way that they did. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You're the, you know, you're the LeBron fan. You're clearly able to say LeBron is the GOAT with no problem. You tell me what, what the difference is. Man, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I, I I guess I never really put it in perspective to myself like that. But I guess that it makes perfect sense. People, they just don't want to let they, – they, Mike is their beloved. They can't. Oh, yeah. They can't uh, fathom him not being the GOAT because he, he was the pioneer. He did it first. Like like uh, on Friday, on well, next Friday, well, Elroy came and he was like, I started this barbecue shit. <laughs> I started this barbecue. Said, Wait, hold up a minute. I started this shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely can see what you're saying. Yeah. And... I, I definitely, I definitely agree, and I, I was kind of as soon as you said what you said, my mind automatically flipped to Biggie and Tupac. So we was on the same wavelength. So I, I definitely feel what you're saying 100. percent And I was um, and, and just to kind of expound on what you said about uh, Kobe right. taking what Mike did to another level, I seen an interesting video on Facebook mm-hmm. where. And they were showing, and I'm. I try to have to. I'll, I'll have to try to dig it up to um, to send it to you. But they showed it was mere images. They were showing clips of Michael, and then they would show clips of Kobe doing the same, same exact move. moves in yep. the same exact spot in the same exact manner. I was like, to mm-hmm. to me, to me, Kobe can't be a goat. Kobe can't. Past Jordan because he did exactly what Jordan, Jordan did. did. Exactly, he was just a mere image exactly. of Jordan. He's not his own player. Like, right? Like the first thing you said, Kobe took what Mike did and elevated. 
he did the same as that thing Mike did. He's not original. That's why I can't put Kobe above LeBron. Okay. I, I can definitely understand. And even some people who have a problem with that last statement that you just made. Like you said, you could go up and look. Ooh, excuse me, y'all. It's early. <laughs> you can literally go out there and look and see the video. Because I've seen the video numerous times where Kobe would set up in the same spot with the same fake, with the same angle. and But that's just how maniacal Kobe is. Kobe's like, why change a good thing? It worked for him. Why, why, why am I going to switch it up and change it for It literally worked for him. I'm not changing nothing. So he studied Mike, took everything. Like there was times where he was on the court and Mike would do a move. Kobe would go do the same move on whoever was guarding him and it would go in. Kobe, Kobe, see, that's the thing about Kobe. Kobe doesn't care for what people think. So he was able to literally adapt Mike's game whole, like whole, like completely. Like, like you said, to the move, to the jab step, to everything. Um, and he was effective with it. Now, granted, I think the only difference between Mike and Kobe is that Kobe practiced and went hard for his whole entire NBA career. Like, his whole NBA career was about, all right, fellas, we cannot go out tonight after a back-to-back because, I mean, or before a back-to-back because you guys are going to be tired and we know we can't afford to lose. He's like, we're professionals at first. So this is Kobe's mentality. Mike was like, all right, fellas, I'll see y'all. <laughs> I see y'all at practice. Meanwhile, you know what Mike about to go do. He's about to go drink. He's about to go gamble. Um, you hear me? Then he just pulled up and just did what he did to you. Now, if Michael took uh, Kobe's mentality, like, because I feel like Mike had it, and then he he knew he was the goat. Like once once 90, 91 came, I think that's what Mike became the jerk and all that good stuff off the court type stuff. I think that's when he started taking basketball like as the love of his life. But that's not the point. The point is, um, I people, you gotta understand, man. You gotta let go of certain things. <laughs> you can't, you can't just say, "Oh, well, he started it, so he's the greatest to ever do it." I wow. I hear you. I hear you. I really do. And I'm one of those Michael, not Michael fans, but I was one of them saying Michael's still the go, blah blah blah. But if I think if LeBron wins one in LA, he's the undisputed goat. Um, like there's there should be no more conversations, there should be no more comparisons. That man is the GOAT. Like right now it's still one A, one B. I got Mike one A. But the minute the minute the Lakers I think even if the minute the Lakers make it to the NBA finals, unless they uh have to sign another superstar, if they make it this year, guys, LeBron's the GOAT. Wow. He is the GOAT. And he has every right to say it like he did in a barbershop. And I think that's why Mo had brought it up because he was like, um, I think he said, nah, winning that for Cleveland, you know, made me the GOAT because that was the best team ever, record-wise. And I keep telling everyone, just record-wise, that's why they were the best team. Because honestly, that year, the Warriors did what they did. I think the last two seeds or last three seeds in the East both have under 500 records. And that I don't, I don't really want to count that because when the Bulls did what they did, most of the teams were good except for the expansion teams. Um, but that's that's another argument. But yeah, man, I just I just had to make sure you understood that I understand that it's it's okay for changing up the guard. It's it's perfectly all right. There's a reason people pass down the torch. You know what I'm saying? It is. But well, we having some chats in here today. Yeah, man, I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany earlier this week and. I forgot where I heard it. I think I was looking at, you know, the pioneer speakers. And then I thought of it. I'm like, pioneer, pioneer, like originator. 
Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's why people, that's why old folks always have a, man, I, there's still people walking around talking about Oscar Robertson is the GOAT. Come on now. Come on now. The big the big O was not a shooter. I mean, he could shoot, you know, a little mid-range catch with a fadeaway, but he wasn't a three-point shooter. Like, let's be real. So that wasn't it. Like, he can't be the GOAT because now the three-point shot is very prominent. And, you know, it, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I can't, can't even go no further with that. Or, I mean, and and to the listeners out there, I mean, who might be listening to this at, the, at a later time, hit us up on Twitter and tell us what you think. Oh, yeah, definitely. We we want you guys' opinion. Um, This week was very engaging. I appreciate everyone who took took uh, participation in that. And even on Facebook, too. Appreciate y'all. Um, I kept throwing out comparisons from Jason Kidd or Steve Nash, and I'm pretty disappointed in whoever says Steve Nash, but whatever. Bruh. I'm very, I'm very disappointed in y'all. One, one of your mans was tripping. I, I forgot. Um, I, I think he said uh, Paul Pierce and Steve Nash or something. I forgot what he went with. He said PP and um, no, because what was the other one? It was CP3 and um, Kid. It was CP3 and Kid, and then it was John Stockton versus Steve Nash. And that man said Steve Nash, and God blessed CP3. I was like, oh, man. Y'all need some help. But the Paul Pierce Ray Allen one, that was pretty close. That was my favorite one because even I, I'm a Jesus Shuttleworth fan until I die. <laughs> but even I know that their careers were pretty close and whatnot. And it was perfectly okay. <laughs> I Not okay, but I understood why people would say Paul Pierce. I'll, I'll put it like that. Um, me personally, I kind of... I, I kind of didn't understand it because to me, talk about it. You about to give it to him real? Li- I'm listen to me. Ray Allen's career before he joined up with Paul Pierce was better, and his career after was better than Paul Pierce's time. So, right. uh, Paul Pierce may have had a, a slight edge while they were playing together. Right. But the before and after is what makes me, you know. What pushes uh, Ray Allen over, in my opinion, and then you know it makes it all the more better that my boy's a husky. <laughs> he said, on, "To wrap it all up, he's a husky." So therefore, Ray Allen. Now, I'm a, I'm gonna take that a, a step further and say that I was explaining to people because everyone claims, "Oh yeah, I've been watching ball since yada yada." Yeah, be quiet. You ain't been watching ball since Ray Allen was on the Bucks. B. Some of y'all ain't been watching basketball since Ray Ray was on the Sonics. Let's let's be honest, right? But when he was on the Bucks, that man was like the prototypical three and D. But no, nah, I know I'm not even going to disrespect him. He was a, he was a scorer that could play defense. But when he got to Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying? He would just you know take his little spots, bang, you know cut cut back door, you know do what rookies do. Rookies don't get plays called for them. So Ray Ray, when he would get it, you know what I'm saying, he would size him up, pull up, or he'll cut baseline and dunk it on you. But people don't know that side of Ray Ray. <laughs> they don't know. And then he was like. There's a difference. Paul Pierce was out of the league by, what, 35 type stuff, 36? Um, people were asking Ray Allen to come back at 42. I'll just put it like that. <laughs> wow. Like, people were like, Ray Ray, can you please come back? Please, please. This was before the league fully embraced the all-pace, no, all, all pace, no uh, plays type of type of basketball. I think it was maybe 2015, as, as recently as teams called Ray Allen, like, yo, yo. <laughs> Ray Ray, yo, what's good, bro? What's good? <laughs> you trying to trying to get that one last run in? 
And then I was like, come on now. The man's nickname is Jesus. The, nick, the, the, the nickname is Jesus. Like, he can't, Paul Pierce can't, he's the truth. Okay. Jesus was the truth too, wasn't he? Okay then. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Ray, Ray, Leave me alone. But nah, man, definitely, definitely let us know how you guys feel about us on Twitter. Um, if you just want to talk sports, we always there. Stat underscore GL. You know what I'm saying? My boy, my boy, uh, uh, Carson Farrell. Yeah. Farrell underscore GL. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, Carson, we shouted you out on uh, the other podcast last night, man. We can't wait for okay, you to then. do it, man. <laughs> we, yo, we, yo, we talked about you crazy, man. But it was, it was all love, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, was, okay. I, I was about to say, hold on, hold on. They don't sound good. Nah, nah, nah. It's all we, love, so I can appreciate it. We're, we're, we was like, yo, wait, where's, the, where's the other guy that's supposed to be on your podcast? Like, man, he lives in South Carolina. They're like, oh, man, that's why you guys are always getting on. And we're like, yeah, man, that's why. And then we just went in from there, man. But we um, we appreciate y'all listening, man. We're going to go ahead and jump to the next topic from here. Get live with the crew. Stay tuned. And just like that, Liverpool fans, it's done. No more invincible talk. Y'all can just shut up. It's not happening, okay? It's not happening. Um, shout out to Man City, Sergio Aguero, and my boy Leroy Sané uh, for helping us out with that. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, me and Shep talk about not only that massive victory for Man City, but we talk about the American sensation, Christian Pulisic, being transferred from Borussia Dortmund to Chelsea. He's going to Chelsea. He's going to Chelsea. But here, here's our take on that coming up next. You were about to talk about soccer as the third one. Oh, my God. Thank God. That's what we're about to do. Especially since neither one of these miscreants is. Home what do you want to talk about? Uh, How do you want to angle, angle this? There was some stuff that happened today. There was definitely some stuff that happened today. Liverpool, Man, just... their invincible season is no more, and I can't tell. I'm I'm happy now. I don't I don't care because I know Arsenal. I know we're not going to win the league title, so I'm not too. Um, I don't really care for the standings and all that good stuff as long as we make it in the top four. But thank goodness the invincible talk is over. You know, I think uh, they said somewhere on Twitter Arsenal fans were celebrating once Man, uh, once Aguero scored that goal. And um, I'm happy, man. I'm glad. <laughs> we got one record that is still untouchable, and it is the Invincibles. I'm uh, I'm low-key kind of upset because uh, it would have pushed – if Liverpool would have won, it would have pushed Manchester City a little bit farther away from us. Mm. So, okay. Uh, that's where I'm at. But at the same time, I mean – Screw Liverpool, man. Who gives? Who cares? Who, right. <laughs> only people kind of care now about Liverpool. It's like, where are y'all at five, six years ago? Like, no, at all, right? You and know what I'm saying that was the quietest I've ever heard Liverpool. Because growing up as a kid, I'm not gonna lie. I when I would, whenever I would hear soccer brought up, I would hear Liverpool and Man U. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, but those are the same years you used to hear Newcastle too. So what's the difference? <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know what I mean? You're you're definitely right about that. The Maggies are. And you know what? I actually, I actually have a friend whose dad is a West Ham fan. And oh, I'm that's like, interesting. I'm like, wow, that that's a that's how you know he's been around soccer since like he was a kid. Because West Ham yeah. has been good in what was that? It's been some years, some decades. 
Dude, it's it's been a while. Like the best thing they got going for him is Arnautovic, Felipe, uh, that guy, uh, mm-hmm. what Felipe or whatever, or Phil, something that winger guy they spent twenty something million on. Right. What's it? Uh, I'm I'm going to look at the roster right now, but and also Chicharito, and he didn't even play all the time. Also, exactly. I'm not going to lie to you, Yarmolenko is fire. Yeah, he's he's crazy. Oh, Felipe was their big sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anderson. And and he's been on fire. I don't think we played West Ham yet. I think we got two games with them coming up soon. Um, And what you call it? Isn't Andy Carroll still there? Uh, Big big Andy's still there. Big Andy, he's in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's been doing that crazy, though, apparently, because they they have basically three strikers. Like, three. And they're not good enough to just play one the whole time. So... I, mean, I guess that's why I feel like Chicharito should play more, man. I feel like I don't know. I would rather go Chicharito over Anatovich, but like because every like I don't know what the hype is around Anatovich. He's not that good. Nope. I think but he's I'm just not, built for the Premier League, honestly. And you got them on Saturday coming up. This Saturday, like in like two yeah. days, right? Yes. See. See, I knew it. I'm just like, I feel like we haven't even played West Ham yet. And lo, lo and behold, we got them Saturday. So that's going to be another physical game. And we played three physical teams back, like back to back to back to back now. And with that, hold on. I just need to know who is this late appearance into the car. Um, oh, all right. I, I ain't going to yell at you, cars. I'm going to yell at Mo. I'm going to yell at Mo. But we're we talking about, yeah, this is the soccer segment now since you guys wanted to make a late appearance to the show. But feel free to chime in and, and say something ignorant Americans normally do when they don't know anything about soccer. Hey, man. Mama told me if you should ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. There yeah. it is. I like it. I like it. Finally live a life. But listen, I, you, you vented to me about it earlier in the week, Chef. Oh, man. Christian Pulisic going to Chelsea. What is this about? It's Go ahead, let people know. Let people know. Well, this is well, first of all good on you, Chris and Push, for get, making Chelsea have to pay that much seventy something dollars. Right. Uh, that's just how informy is at the moment. But for people who don't know, and for anybody who's not a soccer fan that's listening, because maybe they think no Americans play. Kristen Pulisic is a twenty-year-old American player that played in Germany for uh, for Borussia Dortmund. Mm-hmm. And he's now got signed for one of England's top uh, Premiership League top clubs in Chelsea. Uh, first of all, hate Chelsea, but still a top club. It is what it is. It is and uh, he signed for them for over seventy-something million dollars, and he is now the highest ever transfer fee American player of in, in the history by miles. Don't by, that's not oh, yeah. state how by like it's, it's a good forty. Right, it's a good 60, 65 50. million between him. 50, 50, right. And, yeah, him um, and one. And, or whatever and he's only 20 years old. 20. Yeah. 20. I mean, to give people a concept, the fourth player on that list was Clint Dempsey to Tottenham for like 7 million. So it's and like. This was in his prime. This was yeah. when Clint Dempsey was like, before he became Clint Dempsey of, what was it, 2014? That was yeah. before Clint. That wasn't even the Clint Dempsey that got transferred. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's just crazy, man. And to think, Dortmund was able to do that. And just like you know what, we cashed out. Dortmund is is one of the greatest programs, I believe, because they flipped Dembele, they flipped Aubameyang, they flipped so and so, they flipped so and so, and they just keep earning massive millions 
and just buying like they, you know they have the flipper is though the player the OG player flipper. not Monaco I'll do you one better Ajax oh yes yo that's that's all my shout out to Gene Sherry J Dot and um in our in our soccer group chat that's all he ever talks about he's like Ajax pumps players out. They Dude, Christian Eriksen, Jan Vertonghen, Slatan Ibrahimovic. I don't going. know if player Mito. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, it's ridiculous. It's so many players come out of that. And now they have these other guys on the team now. Doiberg, uh, De Jong, Matthias, Delight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they have Tadic. They have all these guys that are in their prime guys. That are all going to be gone in the next two or three years because they just turn, churn and burn players. That's it. It's That's ridiculous. It. And, and here's the part: they still manage to be on the top of the tables in the uh, in infancy or whatever it's called the, in the in the Danish soccer league. They still manage to be top of the table, making Champions League soccer every single year. Every guys. year, and these are like it's just amazing to see how certain programs ran now and then compare them to like England, who are like. Just buying up everybody. The only two teams. I forgot. Sorry. You're good. But yeah, oh yeah, but yeah, they do. These English teams just reap the benefits of what this team develops players into. Christian Eriksen is one of the best players on Tottenham in the last ten years. I personally Mm -hmm. think better than Luka Modric now. All right, let's get the like prime Luka Modric and Christian Eriksen now is kind of a fifty-fifty, but like. It's ridiculous the players they turn out of this academy. It's insane. It's it's honestly it's what most teams try to do. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Arsenal. You know that's my team, ride or die. Um, but certain you have to be one way or the other. And Ajax, Borussia Dortmund, their focus is always to you know run efficient business and and compete. Like they balance both of those perfectly. Arsenal, we try to veer one way because. Like, because before Arsenal would go out and buy the player that not, that they need or that Wagner would develop. Now we're not doing either. We're just grabbing players who could fill needs and then just hoping our academy players could take us to the promised land. Um, we bought Aubameyang, we bought Ozil, we bought Lacazette, we bought Shaka. You know, we we've been buying a lot of players, but we haven't bought the necessary the first necessary component that we bought uh, since Lacazette. Lacazette was very needed. Since him, we only bought Terrera. Terrera was the only one that we actually needed that we finally bought. We have yet to buy uh, a defense, a defense uh, center back who's under the age of 25, or hell, over the under the age of 27 to replace Mustafi or Kazanato. I also got all the Slichsteiner as well. And that's what I'm saying. We brought in a 34 year old wing back to play in the Premier League with some of the best wingers in the world. Don't get me wrong, Raheem Sterling is not Neymar, but I'll be damned if he's not up there in the in the goal tally right now. And you gonna have Lynchsteiner guard, guard guard him? No, I'm sorry, not guard him. Mark him. I have to use the proper soccer term. Mark him. You gonna have him mark him? Oh no, you have Bellerin mark uh, Zaha. Zaha smoked Bellerin numerous occasions. And the fucked up part is Bellerin's fast too. Exactly. That's all he is, though. That's all. And, and I've talked to a couple Arsenal fans. Bellerin needs to go under the Gareth Bale transformation where he literally just needs to work on his uh, first touch and just become a winger because he, he sucks on defense. He gets he gets blown by or he gets crossed up over the center. Yeah, but he just, right. That's it. He just needs to turn into a winger. And um, I don't know, man. But just trying to bring it back to an overall topic. Um, Christian Pulisic, 
is a monster. And what's what's the best part about this is he's not even Borussia Dortmund's best player. Their best player is that man Sancho. <laughs> my, my man, my, Sancho, Sancho is stupid. They said he's not going to leave. Dor- he's going to leave Dortmund for at least twenty or thirty million more than what Dembele left for. And I believe it. San- I think Sancho's more of a diehard footballer than Dembele is. I think Dembele went to Barcelona too soon. Um, I think he needed to be humble just a little bit more because he had that one good season before he transferred. Like that one super good season with Borussia Dortmund before he had left. And I think it was just a bad time. Um, but outside of that, I think – what other transfer moves was happening? I think I heard um, – uh, what team is that? Oh, uh, Juventus. They signed my boy Aaron Ramsey. Uh, uh, he agreed to the he agreed to the the pre contract apparently, so he'll be gone um, this time in the summertime. And I don't really think I know you're a Spurs fan, Chef, but can you tell me how you feel about the Arsenal just basically giving away one of their best uh, British born players? Uh well, I here's the thing too: is these Premier League teams have to have a certain amount of quota of British players on the team per season, like, so, and they're kind of low on that with all the foreigners they got on the team, but it, 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 that's hearsay. But the thing is, though, is, yeah, you're giving away a, a guy that's, like, pretty much an Arsenal guy, you know what I mean? He's one of those guys I love to hate, him and, like, Jack Wilshire, you know what I mean? But he's no longer on an Arsenal, but whatever. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. And the fact that Juventus actually signed him, I, that's surprising because – you know, do they really need to play like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do they really need? No. Like you know, like, where does he come in? Like, right. What do they think? Kadira's leaving or something? Like, I don't get it. I don't know, but Juventus, they're going to figure it out like they always do. They're going to incorporate Ramsey and they're going to turn him into, I don't want to say poor man's Pogba because Ramsey definitely deserves more respect than that. But he's definitely going to fill in that role that Pogba left. Um, Kadira, I think it's been time for him to go to the USA teams. Um, the MLS, I'm sorry. It's been time for him to leave. Um, I think they need to move Dybala back to striker instead of attacking mid. I understand you have Ronaldo. I get that. I hear that. But imagine those two playing further up the pitch with each other. Crazy. Crazy. You got to pick your poison. You got to pick your poison. Ronaldo still catch you with with a move and then power in the back of the net and have you looking stupid. And then Dybala is a monster. So... Hmm. Um, I guess we just got to stick stick uh, stick to the screens and, and hope for the best with this transfer market because I know my team needs defense. Um, I think Tottenham. I think you guys just need. Um, I don't say midfield help. Do you guys think? Do you think you guys need midfield? We need, help? We need midfield because we're going to be losing probably Dembele and Waniyama this transfer window most likely. Jeez. On the free. But, uh... Uh, no, Dembele's going to cost a pretty penny. He's actually, like, I don't know if you know this, Dembele's, like, technically, like, the best player on the team. Like, he, he's, like, a oh, mid- Oh, yes. yes, 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 I, like, I, I read an article about that. Yeah, he's, like, literally everybody on the team says he's the best player. Like, but he doesn't really score. But um, he's going to be gone, most likely, I think, to some team in China was looking at him. And, uh, yeah, Waniyama. So, I feel, uh, like... They've been targeting Grealish. They've been targeting – actually, they targeted the the striker from Hull City. I believe his last name's like Doran or something like that. I don't know. He doesn't look that great. So, variety of different people, midfield we've been looking at. But I'm perfectly honest with you. I don't think they're going to sign any of them <laughs> because uh, they don't spend money. 
I respect that. I respect that, brother. I respect that. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to jump into the next topic. Stick tuned. Get up to the history of sports there are players normally wide receivers who are very uh headline worthy i'll say that and antonio brown has definitely been in plenty of headlines uh he came out recently basically discussing his dislike for his current situation in pittsburgh um and you know the team is now open to trading him i personally believe he has a Maybe a good solid three, four years left in the tank before he considerably falls off. But I do not want my Jets taking on that responsibility. But the crew and I, we uh, we take the time out to talk about not just current drama queens of the of the sports world, but the past ones as well. Check it out. Highlight is his best highlight is saying, "Hey, good thing Detroit didn't draft me because I would ask for so much money they had put me on layaway." <laughs> Yo, time, man. Yeah. Oh, man. That is a highlight. I miss that type of energy in football, man. That's a fact. I miss that energy. It's all powder that, puff. Everybody gets along and stuff. That like that that shaded sharp type energy. <laughs> yeah, right, y'all. Yes. Clown too. But he wasn't. He wasn't that vocal. Scam. Scam. My favorite. My favorite. Shay Sharp highlight. It's like he's in. He's in New England. And he calls. He said, "Hey, hey, hey! Look, they said they said the, the National Guard down here to help y'all." I said, "Damn." <laughs> oh, this man. Geez. I was like, "Yo, this man went to college and took all the trash talk in one one classes." This man oh, is on top sure. of his game. Sure. Him and Gary Payton led the course. <laughs> No. KG, KG won the course. Oh nah, KG, KG is the man for getting just getting under skin. He'll just say whatever. He's like, your mother's corns taste really good. What? He's a lot of tastes like Skittles. Hold up, right? Oh wait, hold up, brother. <laughs> chill out. But that's not the topic, man. The topic was, you know, what I'm saying it really wasn't the topic that I, I questioned. The topic True. is, uh, you know, Antonio Brown being subject to trade talks. Once again, once again, go again. Same old movie, and the Pittsburgh Steelers can't afford. I mean, they didn't make it to the playoffs, so I can't even say they can't afford. Um, But they really can't afford to lose. Well, they already placed their running back, so I guess they can they can afford to replace Antonio Brown. I mean, they they got the man Juju. I mean, he didn't really handle those double teams too well with Antonio Brown out of the game. But other than that, I'll put it this way. If I was the Steelers, I'd be shopping Antonio Brown. Straight up. Mm -hmm. I'd just be shopping him. Like, what am I trying to say? The Dallas Cowboys got a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper is just a bonafide starter in the league. Like, I'll give you that Amari Cooper when... He's playing his best game when he's on his A game, is probably top fifteen in the league in terms of wide receivers, top ten, top fifteen. So he's totally changed the Cowboys' offense up on his head, but that's all right. You said he totally what? He, he's totally changed the Cowboys' offense and made it way more of a threat than it's ever been this entire year when he wasn't on the yep. team. I mean, I yep, agree yep. because you guys had who? Who was your deep threat before that? You guys had oh, literally. 
not even deep threat, just because you guys, let's put it this way: you guys didn't even have a wide receiver that teams would be afraid of a back shoulder throw. <laughs> like you, you guys didn't even have a have a receiver who could run a fifteen yard cutback route. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, you weren't afraid of Beasley's back don't shoulder throw. The other night. don't disrespect AD's things like that. Anyway, look, y'all can talk about Allen Hearns, y'all can talk about Cole Beasley as much as y'all want. But there wasn't no I I'ma put it this way. They, he, they had no blow to top off the defense ability before Amari Cooper got there. And even after him getting there, although defenses respected it more, respected his deep ball ability more, it still wasn't there in full effect like we've seen in Amari Cooper's past. But mm-hmm. re- regardless of regardless of that that point that you guys are trying to make, my point is A B excuse me, A.B. leads the league in every statistical category for a wide receiver since coming into... Was, did he come into the league in 2013, I believe? I think it was 2012. So since since 2013, so since his sophomore season, any wide receiver since then, nobody has had has put up the numbers in any statistical category that A.B. has, that Antonio Brown has. What's your point? And my point is, to me, he's, garner, he's garnering at least a first-rounder so, B, you, you see if you can get a first and a third out of him, and you can flip A.B. for something that's going to really cement their playoff their playoff run for next season. Because, to me, there's no reason that the Steelers shouldn't have won the, the playoffs, shouldn't should have made it to the playoffs this season. They were able to prove that they could still have a running game without Le'Veon Bell with James Conner in there. They were able to lead on that running game. And at the beginning of the season, when A.B. was throwing his temper tantrums about not getting the ball enough because they kept running the ball down everybody's throats, they were winning a lot more games. So I don't see why they can't go back to leading on that, make Juju the number one, get him a number two option with like a third round pick that's still a solid, like a, a solid number, number, number two option. Then go out and get something, another position that they need with the first round pick that they're going to get from AB because they, you know, or get a, another receiver with the first round pick who could eventually be an AB caliber player if they if they think they can get that. But either way, with all the problems that AB is causing, I think there's no reason not to entertain any of these trade talk notions. Yoinks, you can definitely go on the top. You can go on a tangent for a minute. Um, yeah, no, I think. I think they should just keep him at this point. What are you going to trade him for? A first rounder or a third rounder? What are you going to keep him for? Why not? You already just paid him some money. What team is going to take on his his contract right now? Now, that I'll give you. It's going to be difficult to move that contract. And if it comes to the point where they have to move him, like he refuses to play unless he gets a trade, then obviously it becomes a a buyer's market as opposed to the seller's market. I say, I say trade to the Patriots. Divas love going to the Patriots. True. True. Well, they, that's fair. He I might actually be able to thrive out there too. Yeah. Yeah. But who cares? Who cares? Um, spinning off from that uh, very dull topic about Antonio Brown and his <laughs> very festive uh, threats of leaving the team. I got this weekend. I'm sorry, Shep, but, um, your boys, <laughs> your boys probably got one of the, probably the second most dangerous. No, no, no. I'll go the first dangerous team in the playoffs right now. Um, as far as uh, teams on a run goes, the Seahawks. 
Yeah. You're gonna flame your boys, man. I'm just gonna flame them. Now the Seahawks definitely are one of the the hotter teams in the NFL right now, I think. And I'm, I'm actually surprised to see Shep's take on this too. What he thinks, what he thinks his boys actually got. If Shep really thinks his Cowboys have a chance, his Cowgirls have a chance against these Seahawks coming up in this man, this wild card week. Man, Seahawks about to like smoke their boots. They about to smoke the Cowboys' boots. Shep, <laughs> I just love when people put crap out of the Cowboys because it usually never goes their way. What are you talking about? That doesn't sound accurate because it definitely don't be going y'all way 100% of the time, neither. No, you know, whenever it comes to these games, people, Detroit's Lions game, how many times do you hear people, oh, this and that, whatever. I don't care. We played the Seahawks in 2014. Nobody gave us a chance. We smacked them at home. I'm not going to say anything. If they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. What year was this? Whenever it was on a high, whenever the Seahawks are underdogs, they kill. Like, they literally murder. Like there's there's not been one time when Seattle was expected to win that they won. It's whenever Seattle was expected to do nothing or they sneak into the playoffs. It's kinda like the Giants. Whenever the Giants find a way to sneak their way into the playoffs, they manage to do damage. It's just the fact of getting to the playoffs that is going to be the Giants problem. But anyway, moving on. Giants and um, playoffs hasn't hasn't been a discussion in the last four or five years anyways, so Yeah, you're right. We can move on. Look, he hated look, he just mad because <laughs> because the only good playoff thing that they have in recent memory is the fact that they made it out of the first round last year because they had to buy. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Because they had a buy, bro. Even Like, when was the last time y'all actually won a first round playoff game, bro? Against the Detroit Lions. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He he didn't just bring that up. But before... (laughs) That that was it. He's like, no, that was it. That's the one we got in the last... (laughs) Decade, we got that one. We got that's great. That is great. I hope your franchise doesn't win a game for the next 25 years, okay? Because (laughs) I don't care. Look, we're not the Cleveland Browns, so that's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's looking kind of like it. All of our teams, practically, except for the Cowboys, who snuck into the playoffs. Snuck into the playoffs, we won the division. It's a terrible division. It's a terrible division every season. That your your team plays in. And, and I know, and that's why every every year I expect us to win the division because it's a terrible division, <laughs> and we never do. So it's like he's like, I'm not giving credit to none of our teams. I'm not giving credit to all four teams in our division are trash, bro. If one of us was good, we'd be the Patriots. Like if there was right, one good right, team in our right. division, if there was one solid team because your your division is the only division that you literally don't know. Who's bro, going to the Eastern divisions in the NFL are by far the two worst divisions in the NFL. Every season, sure. every single season, the others, the other divisions switch off, but consistently, right. the NFC East and the AFC East are trash. Right, the Raiders were just the division winners in 2016, and now they're the worst team in the conference. In the conference, look at the 49ers. They went to the Super Bowl what four seasons ago. Now they're the worst yeah. team in the league. Like, right, right, right. right. I think know? that's just a, a lot of things, though. But real quick, moving on, man. Um, Colts Texans. Texas, Texas. Hey, hey, hey. One, you going to stop saying real quick. you going to say, but now we're going to get into a, something like that. <laughs> now we're going to say real quick. Well, real quick, you, you the Colts don't have a chance. <laughs> Wait, what? You don't think, uh, Colts have been very impressive second half, for sure. But I don't know, dude. J.J. Watt's got to win eventually, right? 
Right. Right. He no, is. he doesn't. Whoa, hey, hey, no. Hey, there ain't no damn guarantee. Look at Calvin Johnson. That man barely even made it to the playoffs. Calvin, that's not, that's that football. That guy played on some of the worst football teams that have ever existed. And so has J.J. Watt. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because this one ate one of them <laughs> don't mean that all those other that's seasons beautiful. now add up to this season. <laughs> and so has J.J. Watt. Has your quarterback ever ran out the back of the end zone? Oh, man. Dan Orlovsky. I, I, can't, I can't talk about Mark Sanchez. Oh, yeah, please, Butt Fumble Jr. Bro, the Jets are the only team I've seen that have two different players run into the back of somebody like that. You know, I think we just need to get a shorter uh, offensive line. Yeah, word. Y'all just need a center that y'all can hurdle because y'all don't like going around him. <laughs> how about you? How about you hire that guy that punched Geno Smith in the face to punch everybody else in the face? Can't. He's out of the league now. You can still hire him for face punching, dude. That's too funny. You can't hire him for security. All right, so now we got Chargers. You dying over there, bro? My bad. Calm down. (laughs) Chargers ready. We got. Is that even a question? All right, just say Ravens and get it over with. Nah, I like being right. Why would I say the Ravens? Hold on. Listen, don't get me wrong. John Harbaugh has done a great job of coaching this Baltimore Ravens team, but they barely made it into the into the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. They haven't had a, a consistent super, uh, quarterback situation over the past like what five weeks, six weeks. Even though Lamar Jackson did a great great job in quarterbacking when Joe Flacco got hurt, you can't say that they 100% have confidence in him because they refused to name him the starter. They just uh, said, oh, it's going to be him or the other guy. We're not going to tell you. They're trying. I, mean, I don't have faith in Philip Rivers, so that's the only reason I was here to read. Well, but that's the thing. is Nobody has faith in Philip Rivers because they think that he's a, a regular season gamer. And I Bro. think that this is Philip Rivers' opportunity to change that moniker. This is All, it takes is All it takes moniker. is one. All it takes is one. Moniker. Definitely his last. Look, this is gonna be his last chance at his first Super Bowl right here. I'm, I'm claiming it. But all right, let's go, Big Phil. All right. Word. Eagles, Eagles, Bears. I hope the Eagles plane crashes on the way to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. That is not funny. <laughs> it's my, it's my truth. Hey, look, as a... Look, as Giants and Cowboys fans, that's one thing that we can agree on. I hope that they crash. <laughs> okay, now stop talking about plane crash. I have to take one in less than 48 hours. Anyway, but uh, what was I going to say? No, I, I, Eagles-Bears, I think, is going to be one of the better games this weekend. I think it's going to be probably the closest. I do think that the Bears are going to edge it out behind their defense because I do think that even though it hasn't over the month of December been as great as it was the beginning of the season. The, beat, the Bears had, to me, the best, if not one of the best defenses in the league this season. Hands down. Khalil Mack running all over the place, getting sacks, getting forced fumbles, interceptions. Not to mention you got uh, Eddie Jackson in the backfield. You got Kyler Fuller back there. Principal Kamara's doing his thing. They, they have a really good team. They have a, they have a really good team this season. I don't see them getting bounced out this early in the, in the, in the playoffs. Okay. I respect it. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl again, and then Carson Wentz gets injured next year, and then Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl again, so Carson Wentz can never have a Super Bowl, but Nick Foles can have a bunch. That'd be funny. Are you calling, are you calling Carson Wentz the future Drew Bledsoe? Uh, 
<laughs> are you are you saying he never gets off the bench again? Uh, I would love to say that. I would too. That'd be a cool story. Nick Foles keeps Carson Wentz on the bench as long as Brett Favre kept Aaron Rodgers. No, see, it would be a better story if Nick Foles played so well in this next in this playoff game in this playoff series, like the, the, in this year's playoffs, that he was named the starter going forward. They had to do away with Carson Wentz because there's no reason to have a bench player on your roster who's making that much money. And, that Carson and Nick Foles never gets them to the playoffs again. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. That one's just traded to the Jaguars and the Jaguars from Super Bowl. Oh my God, that that would now that could happen. That I could actually see happen. That'd be crazy. No, Byron Leftwich comes back to the Jaguars and the Jaguars right, take it right, to the house. This man said Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. Not their quarterback beforehand. I forgot his name. Pat Burnell. My bad. My bad went all the way left. The, uh, the black. Oh, I'm talking about I'm talking about Byron Leftwich could throw it the length of the field but couldn't hit anything. <laughs> I've been here before. I keep telling everybody that no one wants to believe me. But he took 2019 last year. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. The last year was definitely 2018. 2018 was a mess. It was a mess and a half. But I digress. Um, you can follow me, stat underscore GL on Twitter, Instagram, 317TH. Um, you might have seen my name on NBA TV quite a few times. Uh, my tweets do make it on there. Um, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I normally don't go first, so Mo, <laughs> Chef, you want to? Yeah, I don't even know what to do now. Shit, it's like. It's like. It's, it's the. Like just speed it's here. the. Handle. It's the. Just let it go. Like just let it rip. Nah, nah, I can't do it. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so caught up. I'm like, it's the you just Usher. you threw me I, for a I, loop, I, bro. I, <laughs> you just, I, I, just I, threw I, me I, for a whole loop, bro. We tried to start 2019 off right, and you just you threw know, me for the curveball. Just throw out the hammer, bro. That that that's all. It's the. That's a fact. All right. So, you know, you can find me on Instagram, Showtime underscore Mo Reckless. And you know that the three is an E. I would rap for y'all, but I'm sick this week and I just, I can't do it. I'm sorry. That's a lot. So, the so the handle is uh, N-O-T-O-R-I-S. I can't even do it. It's N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S-M-O-E-S. You know what I'm saying? Is there... So y'all can always find me on Twitter. You know I be tweeting. I'm always talking to my guy Will Kane. And they always see me. Uh, y'all can see me. Chat it up. Don't hit me up if you ain't trying to talk about no Lakers though. <laughs> oh yeah, please don't. He's, he's just gonna ignore you. Real talk. Don't do it. I'm just gonna ignore you. I, I, don't, got, I don't got no handles or nothing, man. You don't. You don't gotta follow me on anything. Really? <laughs> The only handles that Shep have begin with love. <laughs> and this end with your mamas. <laughs> so follow me, Alan underscore Shepherd underscore Junior at on Instagram. Don't try to hit me up on anything else. As a, <laughs> matter, as a matter of fact, don't don't even try to hit him up on the Instagram either. I was just about to say, if you're not if you're not pressing the like button, he's he's not interested. Not unless you sport in some Measurements are like 36, 20, 36. He ain't trying to hear it. 
Right. Let's give me directions to your mom's house. 